This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. For the market action this past year, given basis levels, it would appear that pipeline supply for corn has grown to approximately 1.25 billion bushels and soybeans near 150 million. The latest 2021-22 USDA carryover projection is for 1.5 billion bushels of corn and 320 million bushels of soybeans. Both would be moderate improvements on the tight stocks seen last year. What has happened in the past, regardless of trade agreements, is that China buys U.S. stocks down to pipeline supply. One could argue that they did not do that last year because of the price in soybeans. We ended up with 256 million in soybean stocks, which adequately rationed supply and avoided a squeeze between old and new crop. I think that the trade expects USDA to boost 2021 production slightly again in November, based on better than expected yields, although they had a high percentage of their yield plots harvested for the October report. Crop condition ratings really did not correlate well to current yields. Corn good to excellent condition ratings are 60% compared to 61% last year, with comparative yields of 176.5 and 171.4 bushel per acre. Soybean good to excellent condition ratings are 59% compared to 63 last year, with comparative yields of 51 to 51.5 bushel per acre. Condition ratings are lower, but yields are higher in comparative years. This suggests that a further increase in yields should be small. Basis its balance sheet, USDA doesn't expect China to live up to its Phase 1 trade commitments for purchases. USDA never has projected promised Chinese demand in their balance sheet, but China did exceed USDA projections. USDA demand numbers have lagged. They have adjusted their numbers higher in real time as exports materialized, but have not projected them higher ahead of time. They have and are conservative in their export balance sheet. Hurricane damage to the Gulf port did disrupt exports, undermining the ongoing export total for a poor start to the export season. With most of this marketing year still ahead of us, it should not be that difficult to catch up if China has any intention of fulfilling its trade commitment. U.S. corn and soybean price is no longer deterrent to Chinese demand. Soybean prices have retreated to March 2020 levels. China is behind on its Phase 1 commitment to purchase U.S. commodities and has run out of time for us to realistically expect them to catch up and comply. The Commerce Department has stated flat out that China is not abiding by its commitments to buy U.S. goods. Looking at Brazil, last season's reduction in corn output was due to dry weather in the south, which is highly probable again due to La Nina, and combined with late planting in the north, which is not currently taking place. If Brazil does reach 118 million metric tons of corn, it will look to export roughly one-third of that. Brazil's USDA, CONAB, estimates 39 million metric tons could be exported on the global market compared to less than 20 million metric tons this year. CONAB also set 2021-22 soybean production at a record 140.7 million metric ton, whereas last season's crop was 137. Much of this is due to the fact that Brazil is expanding soybean production by about 6 million acres. 
USDA has Brazil's crop pegged even higher than that at 144 million metric ton. Mato Grosso could produce as much as 35% of Brazil's soybeans, so their performance could be the greatest as a determining factor of overall production. In other news, one ethanol company projects ethanol from corn in Brazil will surpass that of ethanol made from sugarcane in the next 10 years. Traditionally, sugarcane facilities operate six months out of the year, which is not very efficient. By investing in a flex plant system, they can continue to process sugarcane half the year, while then converting to corn ethanol for the rest. The advantage to corn is that it can be stored and purchased from a number of local growers, whereas sugarcane needs to be processed within 72 hours of harvest. That's why typically the sugarcane refinery raises their own crop to ensure a steady supply. Brazil has raised sugarcane since the country was founded, and it has traditionally shunned ethanol made from corn. That mindset is slowly changing as corn ethanol becomes more popular in Brazil. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.